get a splash. It's time for the Telly Drop Podcast. Go grab your glass. It's time for the Telly Drop Podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone, it's me, Courtney, Courtney with a K, and you're listening to the Daily Drop Podcast. So today is Monday, so you know we're going to do the Mention It Monday and talk about some sports and what's going on in the sports entertainment world. Helping me out today, I have my mommy joining me. Hello, everybody, and it's with my tears today. <laughs> She's in her feelings after the Saints, uh, you know, the the outcome with the Falcons game. Because you know my mommy is like a diehard Who That fan. <laughs> who That, even when we won our brown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, only the real fans remember that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think we like back to the brown bag days. But I don't know. I don't know. Like this is like. I don't know, this season has been an emotional roller coaster, but I am in no position to really talk. Because <laughs> I kind of feel like today starting out for me was like an emotional roller coaster to a certain degree. How about y'all? We were trying to podcast, right? And so, you know, doing everything remote. <laughs> My mom is at home, I'm at home. And so I'm trying to start it, and I'm like, hey, uh, I can't hear you. Why I can't? I'm talking to myself because I had it on mute. Oh my goodness! So yeah, <laughs> so I am in no position to critique them too badly. But you know, I mean, we gotta talk about what everybody's talking about, and right now, <laughs> the hot topic is Derek Carr and also Dennis Allen. Like people have not let him off the hook either. So I wanna know, mommy. I have a question for you. Because this is the thing. So the Saints, like, you know, they, they they put a big investment into Derek Carr. So I believe his contract, I believe it was like $130 million, I think. I think, no, I, actually, I think it was 150 I think it was 150 and his guarantee pay is $100 million. So, wow. yeah, so that's the problem that a lot of people are having. Not necessarily that he's not doing the best because he's not doing bad. He's just not doing as good as they expected. Like, people had high hopes when Derek Carr was coming. We thought he was going to be the change that the Saints needed. And so it's kind of like a, some people are feeling like, you know, they're not really getting the investment back from Derek Carr. Like, they're not seeing that guaranteed $100 million player. <laughs> <laughs> so that that's how some people are feeling right now. But, you know, in comparison to the other quarterbacks that are doing really great, um, you know, it kind of seemed like, you know, fair pay because um Aaron Rodgers is at 112. <laughs> well, he's not Aaron Rodgers even broke. Um, Aaron Rodgers, you know, has a lot of years under his belt that were phenomenal, you know, versus uh, Derek Carr. You have to understand what quarterback we did inherit. You know, if, if you really have watched Derek Carr, which I have seen him when he was Oakland Raiders, which changed to, who was it, uh, L.A. Raiders, I think? Uh, or is it the um, Vegas? I'm not sure what, what, what the team changed to from Oakland. But regardless of that, you know, his career was not 
the brightest or the most successful. He will he was good, but again, just like I've always said, he was never really just great. He was not um Brett Farr, definitely not Tom Brady, but definitely not at the bottom of the barrel either. So, you know, we have from Derek Carr, Derek Carr. You know, he has his moments of glory and his moments of shame. And when he left the Raiders, you know, his career with the Raiders was more or less not that great. It wasn't the best at all. So the disconnect a lot of people having is just some people disagree with his pay. They feel like he was overpaid, like the Saints are just did not get the investment back, like what they're paying Derek Carr that he's not delivering for the pay that he's receiving. I'm, I can't say that I agree or disagree because I feel like because the pay has just went up, like now a lot of the quarterbacks are getting paid much more that I don't know, it kind of, you know, it, it seemed like it could be fair <laughs> because he's still not a bad quarterback. I mean, unless you're comparing him to a rookie, which he's not a rookie quarterback. So I don't know, it kind of seemed like it may be fair, but we're going to go with, with what everyone is saying. So this is what I'm seeing in the comments on Facebook for the New Orleans Saints um, pay Facebook page that people are upset about how much he's getting paid. So my question to you, mommy, is if you had to make a comparison for Derek Carr's investment and what you're receiving, I want to know what you would compare it to. Like, would you feel like for the money that's spent on Derek Carr that, you know, you invested in a new car, but you pulled out a lemon? Or would you feel like you invested in a certified pre-owned and you got a use that, you know, it, it kind of worked, but every now and then you broke down at the red light? Like, what would you compare it to? Well, I'm not going to compare it to any vehicles. I will say that. <laughs> I will just state how I feel, and this is just my personal opinion. You have to pay for the experienced quarterback that you decided to have. And there were not a whole lot of experienced quarterbacks that the Saints could actually bring in. Again, my recommendation, and even going forward, and I said it on my last commentary about the Saints, is I really think that they need to take, instead of trading their positions for the new rookie thing, I think they should actually stop trading to um, try to get, you know, different deals, whatever they do during that time frame. And they need to try to start focusing on getting some of these top Ivy League, um, straight out of college rookies because the rookies are the ones that's making a difference this season on every team that you see them on. Yes. The Texans rookie. And then you don't actually have to invest all this money. You have to pay for the veteran that you get. You know, and like I said, Carr is not a veteran that's at the bottom of the barrel. He was right there in the middle. And they have gotten a lot from him that's not enough to make a difference to where they want to be. And it's not just all about the quarterback. You know, the quarterback is the main essence of the team, but he can't do it alone. And this season, we've had a lot of injuries. Hell, this game started off. With us having Lattimore out, Lattimore is 
one of our oh yes i definitely players. agree with that key 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 players then we had michael thomas out and then during the game we lost our top two players i know Rashid and chris Olave. Yeah, so that's you know that was not good for the Saints at all. <laughs> my heart came outside my body and decided to jump back in to save my life. But I was just like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I still feel that pain. Well, I will say in reference to the pay, um, I don't think uh, Russell Wilson is having the best the best um. Uh, He's not having the best season either. And he's getting paid way more than Carr. <laughs> okay, wait a minute now. Don't, Russell Wilson is not Derek Carr. Derek Carr is, like I said, when he left his team, he did not have he did not have a good record. Like, if you look it up, I think it's like 69 wins out of 70 some losses. You know, he's like Peter Tottering right there, but he wasn't like on the plus side. He still was on more losses than wins for his record. However, when you look at Russell Wilson's stats, Russell Wilson's stats, even though like I think his last two seasons may not have been as successful, he's still on the plus side of his stats. He still is one of the top quarterbacks in of the NFL. So And he's getting paid him, as so. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to say. Everybody's talking about the pay that Carr is getting. Well, Carr is an experienced quarterback. You have to pay for what they've done. You can't offer him anything under what would be a satisfactory pay for an unexperienced quarterback. Okay, so I'm going to ask you again because you kind of took the politician route and never truly answered the question. What would I you did. compare the investment I to? Comparing him, I answered the question. No, you said I'm not going to compare him to a car, but you didn't say what you would compare the purchase and the return on the investment to. The only comparison I can make is from player to player, which is what I did with Russell Wilson and Derek Carr. As far as trying to simulate uh, something outside of football to his pay. I, I just can't think on that level because I'm just still so torn by the game itself. <laughs> all I'm thinking, the only thing that's going through my mind is football, football, football. And of course, you know, one main thing that I really was upset about this entire game is all we got was field goals. Yeah, so shout out to the kicker. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, we're going to have to give Blake his credit when it's due. So shout out to the kicker. I don't think he get enough recognition. <laughs> he got some points on the board. And it's not too late for the Saints to still potentially be in the wild card. So, you know, they're not out. Now they're like fighting for number one in the division, but they're not completely out. Okay, all right. I'm still completely out. We lost to the Falcons. Do you understand how from real safe we could have a losing season? Of, we could have no wins and all losses. When we play the Falcons, that has to be our only win. If that's the only win we get all season long, the true Saints fans feel like it's crazy. 
<laughs> you just don't understand. It goes even deeper when we lose to the yeah, when we lost to the Falcons, but that's okay. That's okay. So even though the Saints did not win against the Falcons, who do you think is going to win and get an opportunity to actually participate in the 2024 Pro Bowl? Because the Verizon Pro Bowl votes are now open. You can go online and vote from now until I, I think you can vote until December 25th. So yeah, it's a Christmas but who do you think, like, do you see any, like, who do you see from the Saints? Now it's a popularity contest. It used to be more or less based on your stats and your talents. Um, so it's just a, a matter of fan favorites. So um, I'm not sure who's actually, I know Olave is definitely a fan favorite. So I'll be surprised if his name is not in the running um, because, and he's also great. Yeah, I definitely think he's deserving. But right now, the name that I'm seeing so a lot and hearing about is Demario Davis. Really? Oh. Yes, like there are people are saying that he deserves the vote. Um, how do you feel about Cam Jordan though? Oh, you know, you know, <laughs> that's why I asked. <laughs> Everything got under control really quick, like so quick that it wasn't even talked about much. <laughs> oh, really? I didn't realize that part. But yeah, um, it was a great game. It just wasn't the outcome that I expected. Um, and um, yeah, and all of the defense um, touchdowns that Atlanta was able to get from turnovers was heartbreaking. Oh, God. It's just a torture and abuse for the whole game. <laughs> yeah i actually felt bad for car a little bit because i know that had to definitely be tough on him especially when they had the um the time when he like really set the game back and they just could not come back from it they really couldn't they could not Taysom hill had that fumble something that never happens with Taysom hill it was also more or less a forced fumble when like he fumbled the ball um Atlanta defense literally just knocked the ball out of his hand, but he did not have the ball properly secured. So they were able to uh, force a fumble on him. And uh, that's something that I don't know if I've ever recall that ever happening to Taysom Hill. So it's just a bunch of series of events that should not have taken place that did. Yeah. One of the biggest things was Carr's mistake. Like, um, he, I think he, he, like, it just was no coming back when he made the bad pick six. That was just, it just really set it back. And then it, from there, it, it, it just was kind of done. <laughs> he had two, um, two turnovers, two key turnovers. Carr threw two, two turnovers. It was, yeah, they were really bad. There's so much bad to talk about. It's hard to even focus on the good that was in the game. Because <laughs> it was very little. <laughs> Who did they play next? You said the 
the kicker did a great job. Yeah, the kicker, the kicker got some points on the board. Like he kept the game alive. Well, uh, he tried. Three points could only be three points. <laughs> Speaking of kicker, I actually feel bad for the kicker on the Texans. So they, you know, had their rivalry game, which I think is now going to be like the way you view the, the Falcons and the Saints. I think that's how it's going to be now for the Texans and Jaguars because that was a good game. They both were fighting to be number one in their division for the AFC South. And the Texans came short. I think it all came down to a field goal. And... Yeah, but it was a good game. It was a good game. At the same time as the Saints, so you know where my loyalty lies. (laughs) (laughs) I had had both of them on, yeah. So it was like a 24 to 21 was the score. And so the the Jaguars won. Like the the Texans, the kicker, it didn't make it. And and when I saw it, I I thought he was going to get it. And then it didn't happen. I felt so bad for him because they showed the playback and he just was like a deer looking into the headlights like literally he had an out of body experience like he just was standing there like it was over and he still was like frozen like one of the coaches came put his like hand on his shoulder but I felt so bad for him because I could only imagine like it all coming down to this <laughs> well that still wouldn't have won the game it just give them what overtime i guess yeah so yeah but once it missed it was it was no possibility like that was it that was game it was only like about like i think it was like like less than 30 seconds remaining after the field goal so that was it right right but again, you know, it could have been that they made that field goal go into the overtime drive and then, you know, the toss goes first to the Jaguars. Score a touchdown and the game will still be over. So, you know, it's 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 a tough situation and it looks bad or, or feels bad in that moment when, you know, it all comes to an end as far as the, the extra would freeze but it still could have had the same outcome regardless yeah that is so true and that's a good way to look at it so today is gonna be a little short y'all because i'm having the itis from thanksgiving okay i'm just gonna be honest (laughs) i am still having the itis from eating so much from thanksgiving like i still have this like like sleepy (laughs) but i tell you one thing i don't want any more thanksgiving food i don't want no more soul food nothing like that like i'm recruiting pizza right now well i just want to answer the question of who we're playing next the saints will be playing uh detroit lions um on sunday the third and you know this has to be a win for us and i'm looking forward to the detroit lions game so hey we're going from there. That's well, that's going to be an interesting game. I have not been watching the um, Lions, but I do know they're first in the NFC. So that's going to be interesting. That's going to be interesting because while the Saints, you know, we're in competition with the Falcons for number one in our division. Let's be honest. Our division is not the best. <laughs> so with the Detroit Lions being first in the NFC North, uh, you know, this is going to be an interesting and we, game. And we have a lot of our key players still injured. Exactly. So it's going to be very interesting to see how this go. But you never know. Because one thing about the Saints, they are just, 
Like it literally is like an emotional roller coaster with the Saints. Like the games that you'll be like, yeah, I don't know if they're gonna do it. That'll be the time they do it. And the games when you're like, oh yeah, they should definitely win. They 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 got this. Like we literally thought they were gonna beat the Texans, and little did we know they actually put the Texans on the winning streak. Yeah, this is true. This is true. Yeah, after the game with the Saints, if I'm not mistaken, the Texans won like three games back-to-back following that. But before that, the Texans were not winning. So we thought for sure, like, oh, yeah, the Saints is going to beat the Texans. And they did not. So you never know. <laughs> so you never know. Yeah, let's just watch and see. Emotional roller coaster. Hey, 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 we don't want to get sued now. We ain't got the copyrights. <laughs> <laughs> well, she on an emotional roller coaster. You're gonna have me trying to play for the lottery to get this. <laughs> your, your squares better win for this next game. <laughs> so I go, yes, so I want to thank everyone for listening to the Daily Drop podcast. It's always a pleasure to get on here and do it, even though I'm having the itis. I'm so happy to still be here. <laughs> I'm going to sleep. I know. And thank you, Mommy, for joining. So thank you all for listening to the Daily Drop Podcast. I'm your host. It's me, Courtney. Courtney with the K. <laughs>